He's been unemployed since 2002 and plays around on the internet like it's his own personal gold mine. Sound interesting? If so, stick around because we've just located the host of Silent Sales Machine Radio. And he's coming at you with just the good stuff. And now, here's the host of Silent Sales Machine Radio, Jim Cockrum. Hey, Jim here. Welcome back. Another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. I actually had someone uh, write and give us some feedback. A few folks actually said, hey, um, that audience applause at the beginning, that's obviously canned applause. Oh, really? We actually knew that. And I didn't choose that. You know, we got some guys doing some editing for us and they're just putting in some, um, I like the music now. The music at the opening of this thing is awesome, guys. I love that. That was recorded by my my buddy, Travis Montgomery and Nathan Bailey, who you'll be meeting on a podcast episode. Nathan's actually our coaching director, man. He's an awesome musician. So the music's awesome. The canned applause. Yeah, it's a little cheesy, but hey, you know what? I don't have people clap for me all that often. So when I get a chance to record a podcast and pretend people are clapping for me, and I know you're probably right there clapping for me today, right? Yeah. How about it? How about a couple claps? All right. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome. You know, doing a podcast is kind of an impersonal thing. You know, I'm sitting here talking to a microphone in my office and uh, you might hear my kids and a dog in the background. I mean, this is just keeping it real, guys. I know that you know that there's no studio audience, okay? In case anyone was wondering if I was trying to fool somebody, we all know there's no studio audience. It's just me in my slightly disorganized office, excited about teaching how to make money using the internet creatively. Okay, so let's dive into that today. How about that? You know, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to this show. I think you must like it because we've done enough episodes now that if you didn't, you probably would have dropped off. And so I'm thankful. I'm very grateful. You've made that vote of confidence saying, yeah, Jim, keep making more episodes. You see, this is the first episode I've recorded to date after we launched the podcast. This is just a little freebie. This isn't our topic for the day. Our topic for the day is going to be selling physical products online without ever seeing or touching them. Okay, we're going to spend some significant time on that. But let's start off with a little bit of bonus content real quick, all right? If you are ever compelled to launch a podcast, a few thoughts for you, a few things I've learned. One, it's a lot of work, the preparation and and getting it all set up and the the artwork and the technology behind it. I mean, I just want to plug and play, man. I just want to go. So I've got a great team behind me. Thanks, Stephen Deaton. He's doing a great job helping manage the background of all of this and and some guys I haven't even met yet that are cleaning it up so it sounds good to you when you listen to it. The guys who are putting in the uh, fake canned applause at the beginning of the episode. And, hey, thanks to everybody involved here. It's awesome. But we're, we're doing it so that it's excellent for you. But it's a lot of work, guys. So here's some things I've learned in launching this podcast and some of the advice that I got. One of the things I've learned is you've got to make a bunch of episodes before you launch. Now, it didn't make sense to me when I was given that advice originally, but we went ahead and followed that advice because it was given to me by some people I respect. Hey, thanks, Mike Lemoyne. Great shout out to the guy who talked me into doing this. He said, you got to make a bunch of episodes before you launch. That way you can put out three or four right off the bat, which you guys may have noticed we did. And then you can ping out new episodes pretty rapidly and that'll help get the momentum. And you'll be able to tell pretty quickly if the audience is responding, you can get more subscribers, et cetera, et cetera. For those of you who don't care about podcasting, I promise this part of the show is almost over, but there's an important lesson here because I owe you a big debt of gratitude. This is a long way of me saying thank you. Okay. Because what happened is we launched several episodes, and then today as I'm recording this particular episode, it happens to be the very first episode that I've recorded after we launched 
that initial set of episodes. So if you're with me, even though this isn't one of the first few episodes, it's the first one I recorded post-launch. So we're able to have statistics now on how you guys are responding to the show, on how much you, listener right now, how much you like the show. And apparently you guys like it because, wow, we are passing just a little over a weekend now. We've passed 10,000 downloads as I record this. Now, by the time you're listening to this, we will have gone well past that. And we're in the company of some of the biggest podcasters in the business already. And I'm just floored. I mean, book sales are shooting through the roof. The Silent Sales Machine book, if you go to Amazon.com and just look for Silent Sales Machine, or you can go to SilentSalesMachine.com. But just go, I'm not saying go buy the book. I'm saying go look at the rank. It's ridiculous. It's top three, like every day in internet business, which is a very crowded and a lot of good books in that category, guys. I mean, like you look at the top 50 books in that category, and like you probably should read about half of them. It's some good stuff there. And there we are, little old me sitting in the top two or three every day, bouncing around with the big boys. So thank you for that. Thank you so much. Again, a huge debt of gratitude. Thank you for sharing the Silent Sales Machine Radio podcast with your friends and people that you think it can benefit. Word really spread fast, and I'm grateful. And if you want to help us share the show, just send people to silentgym.com. That's the easiest way to do it. Just send them to silentgym.com. They can get all the details they need from right there. Like I promised at the beginning and the title of this episode is how to sell physical products without ever seeing or touching those products. This isn't pie in the sky, guys. This is a very realistic business model for everyone from those of us needing a couple extra hundred dollars a week to make ends meet to a client of mine I heard from a couple days ago who sold 20,000 units of his product in one day. Yeah, 20,000 units in one day. This is one of my paid clients who maybe we'll get him on a show at some point and I'll tell you guys about the products and more details, but everything in between. But what they all have in common, a lot of the most successful people in our community have in common is they're selling physical product and they're not touching them or seeing them or shipping them themselves. That's what makes selling physical product in the biggest world market that the world has ever seen, the Amazon marketplace. That's what makes it such an international opportunity. You see, a large portion of our community doesn't live in the United States, but they're selling physical products in the United States every day. And these are products that they've never seen or touched. In many cases, it's products that they've sourced from they're living in Singapore or Australia or the UK, or my buddy Barrington lives in Jamaica on a little island, right? But he's able to source and shop for products inside the United States, have those products shipped to a prep partner, which we'll put a link in the show notes to anything I talk about along these lines, okay? And you can always go to silentgym.com and ask us a question about any episode as well, and we'll answer those questions. But we have prep partners. There's numerous prep partners in the United States. So you have your product shipped there. They open the product up, inspect it, make sure it looks good, send it into Amazon, and then you just wait to get paid. So we have people doing online sourcing or even paying people to do off-the-shelf retail sourcing. Here's how creative you can get with this, guys. Again, you can live anywhere in the world and do this. Your geographic location doesn't matter for this business model. Your level of business education doesn't matter. What color you are, your worldview 
where you went to college or if you went to college, no one cares. That's the beauty of the internet business model. That's why I get so excited about it is because literally anyone living anywhere with a little bit of ambition and creativity can build an incredible business in what I believe is the greatest mega trend to ever hit commerce, not just e-commerce, but commerce in general. That mega trend is online shopping. So just to back up a little bit more and, and hopefully convince you of how exciting this is, this isn't just my opinion. This is exciting, guys. If you look at retail, let's just let's just look at the United States, all retail shopping, people getting in their car and going to the store, people getting online and buying stuff, everything that's bought or sold in the United States. I want you to take a mental guess right now. What percentage of those products are bought and sold online versus traditional offline retail, brick and mortar, some people call it. So just get a number in your head. I want you to commit to it because I I want you to, to do something with me here in just a minute. So you got your number yet? Think about it. Get your number. What percentage is done online versus offline? And if you've been in the world of internet marketing for very long or internet business very long, odds are your number in your head right now is way too high. Because check this out, we are still well under 10% online shoppers in the U.S., meaning 90% plus of all shopping is still happening offline, retail stores, store shelves, people getting in their car, going places and buying stuff, 90%. Okay, so this is in its infancy. This is a mega trend that will be with us for a very, very long time. If you're thinking, well, it's too late to get into that. eBay was doing that 10 years ago. That's all saturated now. Dude, no, we're talking about a tiny little piece of their overall retail pie. And that transition is coming. That tidal wave is coming. At some point, we will see 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, maybe over 50% of all of our shopping will be done online. But right now, it's in its infancy. Those of us who've been doing it for 10 years, trust me, we feel like babies in this whole game because new opportunities and new changes are coming constantly. So now is the time to get into learning to sell physical products online. And if you remember those three business models we've talked about in the past, I've talked to you about the C, the E, and the S, right? That's the name of our conference and the silent sales machine book. I dive deep into the C, the E, and the S. And I've told all of you, if you're not sure where to start, start with the S in CES. So I'm not going to talk about the C or the E at all today, just the S, which is stands for sell, sell physical product. That's what we're talking about today. But most people are afraid of that model because when I start talking about selling physical product, it's always the same list of concerns that people have. It's, well, Jim, I don't want to have a garage full of stuff. I don't want to have to have a bunch of stuff that I have to put tape on boxes. I don't want to have to juggle inventory and make sure it gets to the customer on time and figure out shipping. I don't want to do all that stuff. It's not complicated, guys. And and I know the temptation is there. Again, this is a topic I dive very deep into in the Silent Sales Machine book, which, by the way, man, that book is off the charts right now, guys. You've just boosted it. The sales on that book are going nuts because of this podcast, because of you guys spreading the word. Thank you for that. But one of the things I talk about in that book is all the places where you shouldn't start. And if you just want to get that chapter, all the places where you shouldn't start, that's one of the free chapters. If you go to silentsalesmachine.com, download the two free chapters. One of them is all the places where you shouldn't start. Because if I can save you from disasters, I see that as one of my responsibilities, having an audience of people who listen to me for business advice. Saving you from disasters is the first job. I've got to stop you from all your bad habits. 
before I can teach you the good ones. That's just the way the world works. I can't help you if you've got a bunch of bad habits. And one of the bad habits you could have is thinking about the internet business in such a way that you say, I want to run an internet business, but the first rule I have in my mind is I'm never going to touch a physical product. I just want to make money without ever touching any product. I just want to use my keyboard and make a bunch of money. Show me how to do it, Jim. And I will tell you this right now. If you ever meet someone who claims they can do that without you ever having to sell physical product, they don't know what they're talking about because of the mega trend that I'm talking about right now where people all over the world are starting to buy more online, are increasingly buying more online, and there's just a huge world of opportunity there, and it doesn't matter where you live in the world. We have success stories from customers all over the planet, guys. Jamaica, Singapore, places I've never heard of, cities I've never heard of. People are buying our proven Amazon course and applying the principles there, selling physical product in the United States without ever seeing or touching it. But physical product is where you should start. If you're unsure of where you should start, don't start out by doing affiliate marketing. Don't let someone talk you into launching a blog so you can share your ideas and hopefully it starts to generate some traffic and they want you to drive traffic. No, those are not good places to start if you want to get a great return for your time and energy. Now, some of you I'm talking to right now, you have a passion. You have something that you feel like you were born to do and born to share and you just want to get it out there. I'm not discouraging you from doing that. But what I am saying is, if I know nothing about you except you're trying to make some money, you're trying to pay some bills, and you're willing to work to do it, and you don't really care how excited you are or aren't about the work that you have to do, but you need to make some money, this is the model, my friend. Sell physical product on eBay, on Amazon, more importantly, or through your own website eventually once you've figured out the game. But the easiest starting point is to go to Amazon. And like I said, we've got people all over the world. And here's how it works. We use prep centers for people who don't live in the United States. So what a prep center is, or for people, even people who do live in the United States and they don't want a garage full of product, right? So here's what a prep center does. You can, let's say you live in Singapore and you want to sell physical products in the United States on Amazon in the U.S., which is the biggest Amazon marketplace. So what you would do is you'd get onto websites that sell product to Americans, and you would buy, find deals, and you would buy them, and you don't ship them to Singapore. Heavens no, you don't want it going all the way across the ocean to you to be prepared to send all the way back to the United States, right? That doesn't make any sense. Astronomical expenses in the shipping. No, instead, you have the product shipped to a prep center. And what a prep center does, and we have a whole list of prep centers in our Proven Amazon course, by the way. We call it the PAC, affectionately, P-A-C, provenamazoncourse.com. But in there, we have a list of prep centers. These are operations in the U.S. where you can have your product shipped there, and they will get it ready to be sent into Amazon with your labels on it. So you don't have to do anything. You could theoretically, and we have many people doing this, by the way, just simply get online or train someone to get online and find great deals, widgets that are selling for $10 on website X that are selling for $60 on Amazon. So you order them, you have them sent to a prep center, the prep center puts your labels on them for you and sends those products to Amazon and you just wait for your check. Yes, it's that easy. 
Now, getting your account set up in the U.S. does involve some work depending on where you live. You don't have to live in one of the Amazon-approved countries in order to do this. You will have to go through some steps. Guys, we've helped people literally in every location in the world. We even have customers who don't have a home country. Like, they just travel full-time. They're nomads. They don't live anywhere. They don't have a house. Literally, they don't have a house. They're doing the Airbnb thing, moving all over the planet at any given time, actively selling on Amazon. Okay, so if they can do it, you can do it. If you've got the internet right now and you're listening to this podcast, you have all the tools you need in order to build a physical product business selling stuff on Amazon. And it's not saturated. It's in its infancy. That's a summary of everything I've shared with you so far. So I'm super excited about this model. We're literally getting success stories daily in our community. Hey, if you're not a part of our Facebook community yet, it's free. We're about to cross the 32,000 line as I'm recording this. I'm sure we've probably blown past it by the time you hear this recording. I'm so excited about the level of enthusiasm and support and caring back and forth, people helping each other out. It's a global community. Just incredible. If you're not a part of that yet, a lot of the people in that group, that's what they do, or at least a part of what they do. It's one of their multiple income streams is selling physical product. And now you may be someone who is needing a couple extra hundred bucks to make ends meet, or you may be someone who, like a recent client of mine, had 20,000 units sell in one day. Everything in between, that's who hangs out in our community. So I hope you come join us in our free Facebook community and just see how cool this whole group is. They're just incredible people, so helpful. We keep all the spammers out. Um, we've got a few rules, but once you learn the rules and jump in there, you can ask a question about just about anything, and we are there to help you, and you'll have several good answers to any business challenge that you run into. Well, let's talk about Barrington for just a second. He's a guy that lives in Jamaica, Barrington McIntosh, and we actually recorded a call, the two of us, not too terribly long ago, where he was starting to get super excited. And this is just an example of someone who doesn't live in the United States, but who's doing really, really well selling on Amazon US from outside of the US. So if you want to hear a phone call that he and I did, we went back and forth and just had a great, it was one of the first phone calls we've ever had. And we've known each other for a few years now, but, and he's just doing incredibly well. But it's one of our first phone calls. He's calling me excited from the island of Jamaica. You're going to love his accent. It's a free audio you can listen to. It's right at the top of the provenamazoncourse.com page. You can go listen to that. I think you'll find that very, very inspirational. Now I've addressed the largest market that Amazon has. There's more customers in the United States actively buying on Amazon than any other country, right? We've established that. But what if you want to sell on Amazon UK or one of the other many Amazon sites? That's great. Please do it. We've got many people in our community who have gone international and they're selling in multiple countries. But I'm telling you, the country where it's easiest to make a lot of money quickly is the U.S. market. That's where you should get your feet wet. Regardless of where you live in the world, that's where all the action is. And then there's plenty of opportunities as you start finding these little niche markets and these exciting products and here's a little side tip. You may have heard me say this before if you've heard me talking about physical product, but please, please, please don't go all in on a single product as your first experience in Amazon. We've just heard from and seen far too many people who became convinced basically that business today works the way it did in the 70s and 80s. And it doesn't. You see, in the 70s and 80s, if you wanted to build a business or launch a product line or sell physical product, it meant 
a lot of work, a lot of studying, a lot of putting your money at risk for a long period of time and then really hoping you could market your way out of this hole that you dug because you've gone all in on one product or one product line or this dream that you had. And I'm not against dreams. I'm just saying risky dreams aren't necessary anymore. You can go an inch deep and a mile wide and just sell whatever you can find that's profitable. And if you do enough of that, that's what retail arbitrage and online arbitrage are. It's basically the practice of going out and saying, okay, what's profitable? Anything. I don't care if it's green widgets or blue widgets. I don't care if it's even a widget or not. I don't even care if I know what it is or not. All I know is I can buy them for 10 bucks on website X and on Amazon, they're selling for 60 bucks. So I'm going to get as many of them I can. I'm going to find whoever wholesales that item, going to buy five or 10 at a time, make sure that it's going well, maybe buy a few more. Slow and steady wins the race, right? That's how you discover these exciting niche markets. Don't let anyone talk you into writing a $15,000 check for your first big load of inventory and then claim they can help teach you how to market your way out of that big hole that you've dug. Before you do any private labeling, guys, any private labeling projects, because let me just tell you, the success rate with private labeling, yes, there are some very exciting success stories. And yes, there are some people who poured a ton of money into a single product as their first experiment. But as a percentage, if I had to guess, I would say maybe 5 to 10% of those people come out saying, wow, that was awesome. I'm making a ton of money. 80 to 90% of those people are saying, wow, that was rough. Wow, I wish I'd have known what I was doing. I should have done more homework. I had no idea what keywords I should have been using. I had no idea if the market was going to buy this or not. I should have done more homework up front because remember these words in the back of your head when you're making any business decisions with anything that has anything to do with the internet, guys. There is never a need to write a big check and then hope that it works out. Never, 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 never. If someone's teaching you a principle that involves you writing a big check and then hoping it all works out later, a few weeks or a few months or a couple years from now, it is an unnecessary risk. Now, maybe some of you are comfortable taking that risk. Maybe you don't mind taking those kinds of risks, and that's fine. Go for it if you like taking those kinds of risks. But I'm saying I can teach you to make a whole lot more money without taking those risks, which I think would be a better alternative. But it's up to you, of course. So what am I saying by never have to write a big check? Well, I'm saying specifically this. Don't buy 100 units of anything right off the bat. Don't even buy 50. Don't even buy 20. Get five or 10 and see if you can move it. And if you can, then get a few more and see if it's consistent. And then if it's still working, get a few more and see if any competitors pop up. And then try to put a moat around your castle. Can I keep competitors from getting to me if I start going deep into this? Can I bundle this product in a unique way? That's how you slowly inch your way into incredible private label products. One of the things we teach in our PPI course, which is part of our Proven Amazon course, the PPI course proven performance inventory. We covered it in an earlier episode with Brett Bartlett. We'll put it in the show notes as well so that you can reference it easily. And again, to get those show notes for any episode, just go to silentgym.com, click on podcast. But the PPI strategy helps you spend just a few dollars researching virtually any niche market on Amazon and uncovers these, what we call golden gaps where there's a bunch of people looking for a product, but there's no product that matches it well. So if you get this product you're excited about, it's not the product necessarily that's the end game. It's are people looking actively online for products for using keywords where your product is a good match. 
And that's what we help you determine. So it's about finding good keywords before it's about finding good products. So don't allow yourself to get emotionally attached to any product until you know that there's people using keywords that would lead them to that product. And if that doesn't quite make sense yet, that's because you don't know enough yet to get into private labeling. Please don't. It's a huge risk to write big checks on inventory that hasn't proven itself and that you haven't proven that you can protect yourself from competitors. Okay. So that's one little lesson for you there about going slowly into private labeling and staying instead, keeping your focus on staying an inch deep and a mile wide. Here's what I mean by staying an inch deep and a mile wide with your inventory. Don't commit more than a few units, five of this, 10 of that, four of this, six of that, a handful of these, a tiny handful of those, and you know they're profitable, and you're buying what you can of each type of widget. That's I'd rather see your inventory look like that at Amazon, where you've got 500 different types of things you're selling four or five each of. And then you run a report on Amazon. This is an easy report to get. We teach you how to do this in the PPI. It's one of the main business reports for Amazon sellers in Amazon Seller Central. You can run a report and then sort it by which of your products are getting the most sessions or eyeballs, basically. So of the last 500 things you sold on Amazon, which ones were getting just a whole load of traffic? Now that, the ones at the top of that list, that might be something interesting to look into getting your own version of private label. You'd be surprised some of the things that get just loads of traffic. We were shocked that one of the highest products, and we've sold thousands of different products at this point, and one of the highest trafficked products we'd ever sold, I'm not going to give you anything real specific here because we're playing with it, but it's basically an everyday tool used by artists. I'll just put it that way. There were more people looking for that than there were some of the really popular toys that we sell. It's crazy. We never anticipated that. Well, because we'd been selling an inch deep and a mile wide, we were able to run that report and see very quickly, oh, wow, here's a product that a lot of people are getting online and looking for and buying. Maybe we should come up with our own private label version of this product. That's how you discover private label niche markets, not by using gut instinct, okay? Not by using some tool that you pay for that lets you search Amazon for opportunities. No, Amazon doesn't share enough information until you get in there and you drop a few sample products in there. Now Amazon will show you some statistics that you can use to help make decisions. So bottom line, inch deep, mile wide until you know what you're doing. You can put a bunch of money in the bank. And I'll tell you this, we've got people making, putting a million dollars or more a year in the bank doing only that. That's all they do. Inch deep, mile wide, sourcing like crazy, have a team of people sourcing for them. Check this out. I'll give you this as an example. Maybe we'll go deeper in this one sometime. We've actually got people in our community. You've heard of Uber, right? I don't know if you've heard of TaskRabbit. Uber and TaskRabbit, it's basically outsourcing or crowdsourcing. With Uber, for example, it's, you know, it, it turns everybody's car into a taxi. You got a car, you want to sign up with Uber and you can take people around town and they'll pay you a few bucks to do it. So it kind of puts the taxis out of business, right? Well, TaskRabbit is another site and there's other ones popping up that basically you can hire anybody to do any little errand that you need done. And it's in many major cities around the world, I think. I know it's in several places in the United States. But just imagine this. Here's a scenario, very real, realistic scenario, where you could source profitable inventory from anywhere in the world using online services. So you're cruising around the internet one day and you see widgets on 
let's say walmart.com or target.com or name any big retail chain store and you see, wow, okay, they've got a lot of uh, widget X on their shelves. It's selling for $10 there and it's selling for 60 on eBay or Amazon. Sure would be nice to get my hands on a bunch of that and ship it into Amazon, but you live in another country, so you can't do it, right? Well, wrong. You can do it. Why not hire someone from TaskRabbit and tell them that their job for the day is to go to all of the retail stores in their area and spend up to $10 on any widget X they can find, and their reward will be getting paid for their time and also getting a few bonus dollars for every unit they find. That's interesting, right? Well, what do they do with it once they got a car full? Well, they send it to one of your prep and ship partners, of course, and you pay the bill. How beautiful is that? They drop it all off at some mom-and-pop ship store in their town. Maybe there's not a prep center near them. That's okay. They can box it all up and send it to the prep center. You can do all of this virtually, guys. That's my point. Stop allowing your brain to be limited by your geography or by any other limiting factor that you want to put on yourself. The only limits, you are the lid on all of this. You are the lid on your own jar. Don't blame the economy. Don't blame the election, not going how you thought it would or hoped it would or think it should. Don't blame your education, not turning out the way you thought it would. Bad professors, bad teachers, bad school, bad environment, bad neighborhood, bad community, bad parents. Nobody cares. I certainly don't. When it comes to business opportunities, you either got excuses or you got creative solutions. Which is it going to be? If you got excuses, I don't have time for it. If you want to talk creative solutions, dude, we got all kinds of those in our community, and I'd love to kick some around with you. So maybe we'll dive deeper in that direction some other time. But the point is, we've got people doing just retail arbitrage and online arbitrage, just going out and finding products for 10 bucks that they can sell for 50 and they've built a million-dollar business model out of it. It's happening all over the world. Well, here's one other thing I want to share with you guys before I wrap this episode up today. It's something that my partner Brett and I have been working on. If you've listened to previous episodes, you've heard Brett. He's the guy that helped us do the PPI strategy that we talked about a little earlier, the proven performance inventory. He is my partner. If you remember that between Nathan, Brett, and I, we run a $25 million operation selling goods, services, consulting, coaching, training, publishing, you know, all lumped together, all the inventory we sell and products and services. $25 million business, multiple streams of income. I live a very flexible lifestyle because I've got a great team doing a lot of those things. So my life isn't pulled in a million directions, okay? Multiple streams of income is not chaos. We've talked about that before, but I just wanted to make sure if you're a new listener or just checking out this episode, no, I'm not running around like a crazy man working 80 hours a week. I'm working about 30 hours a week maybe, and my team does a lot of stuff, and that's what we teach, how to outsource, how to delegate, how to make these things happen in an automated fashion, the three business models. But between Brett, Nathan, and I, our three business models, and we each have a specialty, by the way, if you hadn't connected the dots yet. I talk a lot about the C, the E, and the S model, right? In the silent sales machine book, we dive deep into the C, which is consult, the E, which is expand, the S, which is sell. This whole episode today has been about one of the S strategies, selling physical products, but we each have our own specialty. Nathan, well, he's the C. He's the coach and consult. If you want to come into Jim Cockrum coaching, Nathan runs that team. That's his specialty. Yes, he has his own Amazon business. He's doing really, really well. He's shipping hundreds of products daily out of his operation with a smooth running team, but he focuses on the coaching. He's good at it. Brett, he's our S specialist. He's got an eight-figure Amazon account of his own. 
with a team of almost 100 people, if not more by now, selling physical products on the internet all day, every day, learning incredibly cool new strategies. So he's my S guy. It used to be all me, right? Now it's not. Nathan's my C. Brett is my S. What's left? The E. I'm the E guy. Well, what's the E guy do? What does expand mean? I'm expanding the audience. I'm creating content like this right now. You're listening to it, right? So you are making a decision in your mind right now. If you're not a part of our audience, you're thinking, well, maybe I should go check these guys out. This sounds kind of legit. Or maybe you've been with us a long time and I'm expanding the credibility. I'm validating what you thought you knew about me. And you're thinking to yourself, well, yeah, this gym guy, he does know what he's talking about. Those are some cool ideas and cool strategies. I think I will keep listening to this stuff, reading their books, attending their events. That's E. I call myself the chief momentum officer. That's how you know you're working on the E part of your business. And you're figuring out creative ways to get more people interested in what it is that you're all about. So the C, the E, and the S, they complement each other. It's like this upward spiral. And you don't need all three to have a great business. But if you do have all three, you have a business that has enough streams of income that if one stream dries up or something falls flat or something goes wrong, or as a nice segue into the final comments I want to make today, if Amazon suspends your account, oh, hold on, Jim, that's scary territory. Yes, it is. It can happen. It does happen. Is it likely to be permanent? No. Is it something that you should stay up at night, sleep, you know, losing sleep and sweating over and waking up every morning? And the first thing you do when you roll out of bed is click that Amazon app and check to make sure you still have an account? No. That's not how you start your day. Nope. You shouldn't be living under that kind of worry. And one of the ways to eliminate that kind of worry is to have multiple streams of income. But when you got all three, wow, it's a smooth running machine. But maybe right now all you have is the S. Okay. One of my jobs as the leader of this community is to make sure that you're thinking at least a little bit about five years down the road, or maybe even just a year down the road. What's coming? What are the big trends? What should I be aware of in the arena of selling physical product, which has been the whole topic of our show today? The S in CES, selling physical product. I've done my best to convince you that it's legitimate, that you can be creative with it. It doesn't matter where you live in the world. The Proven Amazon course is the best course in the world and will continue to be so because we've been improving it for seven or eight years now, constantly keeping it updated, new ideas, new strategies. But do I want you relying only on Amazon? Not really. Long-term, no. I think you're wise to have other things going on. So here's what we have going on with Brett. It's worth staying to the end today to hear this part, and we'll have more soon. We'll probably do an episode just with Brett at some point. And if you look in the show notes, we'll have a link to a page where you can make sure that you get updates on this strategy as we roll it out. But basically, Brett has been playing around with video, specifically on Facebook. We're talking about, I'll just cut straight to the point, the success we're having there. He has grown mailing lists now. Now, listen up to this point. This is important. Don't check out just because we're getting to the end of the podcast. This is arguably the best part of today's podcast. He's growing mailing lists of tens of thousands of people in just a few weeks across multiple product niche markets. I'll say that in English for those of you who don't know what I was just talking about there. That, that's okay. Newbies are welcome. We love newbies. If all this internet marketing stuff just kind of goes over your head, I'm going to break it down in real plain language for you about why we're so excited about what we're seeing right now with Facebook video. 
here's the deal, guys. Amazon doesn't need you. They need us. They need the seller community, but they don't need you. They don't need me. We're expendable as individuals. So yeah, it's great to have a bunch of product at Amazon and Amazon will sell it for you and they'll send you a big fat check when they do, but if they don't like something you're doing, they could cut you off. So what are you going to do if you got a bunch of product and Amazon has cut off the audience? Because Amazon considers the audience their audience, their customers. So wouldn't it be cool if you could have a large audience that loves your products before you ship them to Amazon? So now if Amazon says, you know what? We don't like the way you styled your hair. We're going to delete your account. You can say, you know what, Amazon? I got a large mailing list of customers who love me, and I will happily sell my products from a different location. Now, that is a position of multiple income stream authority, right? You can go anywhere. The most valuable asset any business can ever own, if you're taking notes, this is the only thing I want you to write down today just so you remember it. You might stick it on a little sticky note on the side of your monitor so you remember it. Multiple income streams are impossible without being fully aware of the fact that I'm about to state. The most powerful asset you will ever own is, you ready for it? Got that pen? Got that three by five card? The most powerful asset you will ever own is a list of people who can't wait to hear from you and can't wait to work with you again. Even better if it's customers who can't wait to buy from you again. Now that is awesome. So what if you were able to grow multiple lists just like that? A list of names, email addresses of people who can't wait to see what you're going to come out with next, your product. I was recently on stage with Mike Brown. You've heard me reference him before. We were doing an interview in front of an audience at one of our events, and I've trained him well because he said himself, Mike Brown has a coffee brand. You've heard of Death Wish Coffee. We've mentioned it in a few other episodes. I'm not going to tell the story again. You can go to pickmikebrown.com and get the full story. Basically, it's a rags to riches success story. He's got a coffee brand now that I'm pretty sure one of the big brands in America is going to buy for tens of millions of dollars at some point. And he was a virtually unknown just a couple of years ago. His biggest asset that he has, it's not his coffee. It's not the branding on his coffee. It's not his knowledge of the coffee industry. It's not his coffee shop. It's not the mugs and the t-shirts. It's not the powerful marketing. It's not the fact that he had a Super Bowl ad. None of those are his best asset. His biggest asset, he will tell you this himself, is his mailing list. Those people who can't wait to see what Death Wish Coffee is going to do next. And they're going to buy it. And they're going to show up and, and support it when it happens. So having a large mailing list, guys, is the golden goose. That's why I would encourage you right now, for example, if you haven't gone over to silentgym.com and got on my free mailing list, I'm going to load value into that relationship to the point where I've had people come up to me at events and literally say things like, Jim, I feel guilty. I'm standing here in front of you right now and I feel guilty. And I've met people who they've said this. And I said, you feel guilty? Why? And they say, well, I've been on your mailing list for eight years and I've never bought anything from you and you've changed my life. I said, no, that, that doesn't bother me a bit. That's perfectly fine. I love that actually, because if my free stuff is that good that it changed your life, all I want is a testimonial and I can tell people this, right? And he says, sure. And I said, okay, I'm going to tell people this story because if my free stuff is that good, imagine how much better your life could be with my paid stuff. He said, that's a great point. And I said, I completely agree. You could have gotten where you are a whole lot faster for a small investment, but that's cool. I love that my free stuff has that much power, but that's the kind of relationship that I want to build with you. I want to prove it. Take your time. There's no hurry. I'm going to be doing what I do, speaking into this microphone, just like I am right now. 
as long as the good Lord lets me. I found my purpose in life. My business mission in life is helping entrepreneurs use the internet creatively to grow businesses. That's what I do. I'll be doing it for a very long time. But let's talk a little bit more about Brett and these large mailing lists that he's growing. We'll send you, we'll put you the link. You want to go over to silentgym.com, look for the show notes for this episode. There's a link there where you can sign up, give us your email address. We'll keep you up to date. We're just now developing the curriculum so that we can teach you how to do what he's doing. But the cool thing is it's worked several times now. We're actually using it for a client now as well across several different niche markets for virtually any product. And it has to do with the fact that on Facebook now, if you go into Facebook advertising, if you weren't aware, man, you can really drill down demographically and you can really identify that you want your ad only going to females who live in warm climates, you know, southern United States, or uh, who are between the ages of X and X, who have income of X, who are educated or uh, in higher education, or who only have a high school degree or have kids or don't. Or I mean, just on and on and on. You can go down and drill down to where your content is only showing up in front of the exact targeted audience, and it starts happening immediately. Unless you know what you're doing, you can spend a lot of money and waste a lot of time playing around with those ads. Paid advertising online has always been a tumultuous territory. You can lose some money. Nice thing is you can set daily limits so you don't have to worry about you know spending way more than you thought you would. It's easily done. But what we've developed is a predictably powerfully performing system that generates wild free exposure for the content that we are creating and better yet, huge mailing lists of people who can't wait to buy the product. And yeah, right now we're sending them to Amazon. We're saying, Hey, everybody in our audience, this product happens to be today on Amazon. Well, if Amazon decided they didn't want our product anymore or didn't want our account anymore, that's fine. Hey, guess what, everybody? The product's on our website because we have a mailing list. We don't care where the buy button is parked. All we know is there's a bunch of people that want to buy our stuff. So it doesn't matter if we're using Amazon now, although the convenience is there, but we're coming at Amazon from a place of negotiation and power now. We're saying, hey, Amazon, your fees are kind of high. How about we negotiate this? We're thinking about pulling all of our products out of there and, and putting them on our own website. How about you help us out so we don't have to do the fulfillment ourselves? And they have to decide now if they want to keep us or not. So we're not worried about getting suspended. We're negotiating with the Amazon. Do they want to keep our business or not? That's a pretty cool position, huh? So don't be afraid of Amazon. Learn a way to leverage and grow your audience so that you have your own audience. That's something that we teach consistently. And again, the Silent Sales Machine book, I talk about these kind of concepts. This is all in there. The foundational concepts of learning to think this way are all in a $5 book, silentsalesmachine.com. Or just go grab two free chapters and see if it's for you. Hey, listen, this episode has been a blast for me. I hope you feel like I'm talking to you because I am. If you've been with us this many episodes already, and thank you so much for sharing it, by the way. Thank you for your loyalty. Thank you for downloading it. The little favor, so many of you have told us that you've done where you've gone to iTunes.com on any desktop or laptop or doesn't matter what kind of computer you have, go to iTunes.com, download the free iTunes.com, leave us a review there and subscribe there. That really helps us in our rankings with other podcasts and helps us generate some new listeners. I would really appreciate if you do that. But the fact that you guys have done all that, it just means the world to me. I'm so grateful for the response 
to this. But I know if you're still listening, this must be resonating. This was for you today. Any reservations that you have about selling physical product, thinking to yourself that it's complicated or that you don't live in the right place or you need a bunch of money to invest, hopefully I've killed off a bunch of your excuses and convinced you today that this is a huge mega trend that you should be paying attention to. And we have people from all walks of life all over the planet, even people on my own team. I mean, check this out, guys. My team of over 100 people, some of them, I don't even know what they look like. I've certainly never met over half of them. They're in countries all over the world. In some cases, I didn't know if they were male or female until well into the relationship because it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter online, which is what I love about entrepreneurs. We just don't care about those sorts of things. We care about character and results. We certainly don't care about height, weight, skin color, geography, income, education, all that stuff that's just kind of irrelevant when it comes to making a business work. We just love working with great people. So I get to be surrounded by great people. And I hope you'll join our community if you aren't a member yet. Hey, I'm going to sign off right here. God bless you. Keep plugging away. Keep building a great business. I love being here to serve you. And I will be back with more episodes very soon because I love doing this. Let us know what you thought today. Jump over to silentgym.com. Leave us your feedback, okay? Thank you so much. Talk to you again real soon.